podcast. We're the friends that made it to the airport. We have our crew on standby waiting to serve you. We have... Hey, y'all. It's Lottie. Hello, it's Kay. Hey, it's Shay. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. You know, okay. So, Mother Goose was one of our favorite nursery rhyme writers, right? So, we ran into her great niece the other day, and uh, things have changed, you know? So, here's the tea. So, we're going to let Tay tap into it. All right. So, it was basically a post we found, and it says, what are your thoughts on this? It says, update. On my post about my daughter's father buying her $500 worth of clothes, I ended up selling the clothes so I could get her other siblings' clothes as well. She threw an enormous fit and was very disrespectful. I took her cell phone away that her father bought her. One of my other children has an after-school event tomorrow, so I am letting them use her phone. Her father just called me, cursing me out. Truly, I'm so tired of this. I'm now making it a rule. He can't buy her anything over $30 that she can bring here to our house. Insane. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, well, well. Mm. Now, see, you know this is the great niece. So the reason why I say this is uh, Mother Goose's great niece is because she apparently has a lot of kids in the shoe. And... The difference is, you know, Mother Goose didn't have no help. It was just her. She she had all them kids. She didn't know what to do, you know. But around her great niece got some help, okay? Now, she's getting help from the father of one of her children. We can't speak for the other kids because we don't know what their situation is. However, we're left to assume that they may not have an active father because, you know, you're literally taken from one to give to the other I guess so how y'all feel about this like this is to me this is uh, I feel bad for the little girl I feel bad for the little girl because number one what you're doing is you're taking from me to give to them and my dad brought this for me so that I can have like this is for me for me it ain't my fault that you don't have, you know, the other kids don't have the other clothes. Like, I don't, I need to think about this. I need to digress on this. Somebody. So I guess for me, my thing is it's perfectly fine if he was paying child support and it was used, but it sounds like he purchased it himself and left it at the house. So you can't dictate how that man spends his money because essentially you use his money even though it still would have been the same concept had it let's say come through child support right, right. it still would have been the same concept if you pay $500 a month you I'm sure you would have went out and bought all of your kids clothes with that $500 so I understand that concept but the biggest difference here is that's not how it was done mm -hmm. he bought them and 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 brought them to your house for her. Mm -hmm. So at that point, it doesn't matter anything after that because he bought that for her. Mm -hmm. So it's not, how are you, that's not fair. I, I guess for me, it's where's the, I get it, but where's the fairness? And then does that create resentment 
and it looks like it already is mm -hmm. because she's flipping out, she's right? Acting out. She's acting out. So it's creating resentment towards you as her mom to the point where she's probably like, well, I just want to go live with my dad. Yeah. 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 I guess I was trying to look at it from the mom standpoint too, mm -hmm. because, you know, when you have siblings all living in the same house, but you happen to have different parents, um, I, I feel like the mom is trying to save the peace so that her children don't feel um, less than yeah. because their sibling's father is taking care of them and their own father isn't. Right. So I feel like she's trying to spread out the fairness and the love to make sure it's it seems fair and even. Um, but I think she's going about it the wrong way. Get your money up. And that's my biggest thing. I think is the way she's going about it is wrong. And for her to be upset, like, she's like, oh, I'm so tired of this. But so you're tired of this man taking care of his child? Right. It's again, it's not her fault that her dad has is a, a person who knows responsibilities. Like, it's just mm -hmm. not her fault. So and, and it's not your other kids fault that their dads don't have the proper responsibilities. So, I mean, it's just like as sadly when you have these situations you have to i can't imagine having to be neutral so she has to try to be in the middle but then i don't think she's being in the middle the correct way do you see what i'm trying to say i mean i think right. I, it is like i understand trying to be fair to all your kids but here's the thing being fair means you may have to do more than what you're doing right now to ensure that the other kids do have what this father is able to provide for this one child. Because what you can't do is continue to take her things away and expect for her not to resent the kids okay. and her. Right. Not only did you take her clothes and sell them, first of all, so he spent five hundred dollars. That's five hundred dollars. That's a lot of clothes. He bought her a wardrobe to he start did. school. He did. That's what he did as a father fucking should. So you went and took that girl's school clothes and sold it so that your other kids can have school clothes. Where was your money? Where was your money to ensure because school comes around every year? So you literally have an entire year to prepare for the next year. So and you do like, I don't, it's, it's no excuse for me. So my thought process is you get your ass out here in Uber. You get your ass out here and do a lift. You go and be a waitress. You go and pick up another shift. But what you don't do is penalize her for having a good father yep. that takes care of her. You don't do that. Yep. And then you take the baby's cell phone because she mad at you. So you didn't even have the, like the sense, the empathy enough. To say, I know you mad, baby. I know you wanted all these clothes. I know you wanted this stuff. But mama couldn't afford to get your brother and sister no no clothes this year. So right. I really need to 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 make this sacrifice so and sell it. She should have talked. You should have talked to her and had absolutely. A I absolutely like why would you go in, in that girl's brand new bags them tags put that shit on Facebook somewhere and and have these other parents buy. The girl sitting next to her got the damn outfit on that, you know, she 
she would have had. Yeah. People are hardcore bullying right now they in are. these streets. They are. So yeah. if somebody they is are. taking their time and hard-earned money to get this child acclimable enough to go to school presentable enough. Where they feel confident. To where they feel confident. She probably bullied. was happy as fuck to get that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you rip that shit away from her. And the only reason why I'm angry is because as a kid, I didn't have anyone to help my mom. I didn't have anyone to help do anything. My mama was a fucking hustler and she gave us everything that she could, but sometimes she fell short. I would have to steal from my stepdad. He used to sell weed. I would have to steal from his Bible because he kept his money in his Bible. I would have to steal from his Bible to go and buy tennis shoes for myself. You know what I mean? Because parents do what they need to do with their own money. They forget that their kids constantly need things. And I would do that. Do whatever I need to do. You're creating that space for her to do that. Because now she going to want to take that shit back. You done took that girl's cell phone and gave it to them to, for them to use. Bitch, you better go get an Obama phone. Mm-hmm. Now that I might, so that. No. If, if the daddy is paying for that fucking bill, that's for his child. Yeah, that's not for you to decide. Let your brother and sister them use it for the weekend for what? Cause I pay that bill. What you mean? I right. didn't pay it for little Kiki and little Johnny yeah. to be on my baby phone. And again, I'm going back to what you said. Ask her. Ask her. Right. So I took your phone because you know you've been you acting out. Yeah. It's okay if your sister uses your phone while she goes. While she goes for her. Ask her. Think, right. That's and that's that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves with parents and children. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of parents treat their children as a possession. Facts. And when all we're here to do is to guide them into adulthood. That's your role. And so that means it's you're supposed to have these conversations with them because it helps them build their character, their critical nope. thinking, their nope. compassion, and all of that. And uh, it will allow them to start thinking for themselves and learning the difference between doing something good right, and yeah. being selfish. Um, so having that conversation with her daughter was a must and she missed was. that opportunity. And that's how people um, build that resentment mm-hmm. instead of be- making rational decisions as an adult. Facts. You know what? You just said something right there, Lottie. Like... You legit mm-hmm. just said something. I think that <coughs> coming from a home mm. of abuse, <coughs> excuse me, guys, <coughs> coming from um, a home of abuse and lack of communication, things would have been so different if my mom had treated me as an individual and not like she owned me. Owning someone means you literally own them. They can't make a decision without you. You have to approve everything that they say. Like, and that's how it was. It was a very militant home. Like, you know, had them dishes done. And if not, you getting that ass toe up. You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't talk to us. It was never a communicative type of situation. So modern day Mm -hmm. parenting, Mm What happens is Mm -hmm. talking to these kids gives them their own identity. Mm -hmm. Some people are afraid of talking to their children because once they get to that intellectual capacity, they're now challenging you. That's the problem. Right. 
you've created a too strong individual. Yeah. But I think, and like you, you touched on something actually that um, you can definitely see the difference and it is parenting has to change with the times. Facts. So yes. when we were little, communicate, don't you open your goddamn mouth. Don't you talk around adults. You, you, we couldn't have a voice when we were little. We were, you know, it's the, you know, keep a child in a child's place. But I think what that did was it removed our ability to be able to speak up for ourselves. Mm -hmm. so we weren't trying to be grown. We were just trying to have a voice and mm -hmm. figure out life. And instead of helping us do that, it was immediately met with shut up and shut your mouth and stay in the child's place. Mm -hmm. And don't you say so. I think if we just our parents would have just talked to us like we like, like you should, you notice how people who talk to their children as if they're, you know, full on sentences mm -hmm. and no baby talk, it helps create that foundation that your kid needs to be able to communicate out in the real world. Okay. They'll be able right. to go to school and say, hey, well, yes, someone touched me. Hey, yes, someone's bullying me because you've empowered them to speak. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the biggest thing. Just so if she would have, I'm pretty sure if she would have talked to her daughter and explained the situation, but she probably felt like she didn't have to as her mom because right. that's how she was raised. Right. So it's just like, do you fault her really? Because again, we do what we see, you know, how right. we're raised is what we do. And then we're afraid to step away from that because we think we're going to do something wrong. So maybe the mom just didn't really think about it that way. She was just looking at, let me save the rest of the kids as a mom should. She was just trying to be a fair mom. Right. She just, yeah, she approached it in the wrong method yeah, and manner. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that sucks because now that whole household just going to be full of tension. They're going to be mad. The kid's yeah. going to be mad at the sister because her dad is the shit and they dad ain't shit. The sister going to be mad at the other kids because they dad ain't shit, but hers is. So now she get penalized because her dad is the truth. It's just like, well, damn. She's going to be mad at the mama because you taking everything from me and yep. put me on punishment because I have emotions about it. And then what's also going to suck is it's damaging her relationship with her mom because she's going to talk to her dad. Mm -hmm. So her dad's going to give her the empowerment that she wanted from her mom. Her dad's going to give that to her. And then it's just going to be like, well, you know what? I don't even want to be here. She's going to start acting out more. Than... He's going to get custody of Yeah. Her. And if you keep doing shit like that, he's going to take his baby because he's there to support her. I'm so sorry that them other kids don't have them yeah, opportunities. Now, maybe you can work out with him. Hey, give me cash. But that's, again, it ain't his responsibility to pay your bills. If he say no, don't be mad. You can't be mad. Right. Or approach him. Like y'all said, since y'all keep saying talk, ask him like, hey, I know you bought her, you know, $500. Is it okay if you maybe bought her three and then the other two I could use for the other kids? Would you mind if I did that? Right. And he probably would still say no because I'm sorry, those, those children are not my responsibility. And he has every right to say They're no. adorable. I love you back in the day. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, I, I love don't want to see no harm for these children, but... But on the flip side, she you might be surprised. He might... Be like, all right, like yeah. I'm still gonna give my daughter her five hundred dollars worth of clothes. Here's what I can give for your other kids to help you uh, out because yeah. we have a past, and I'm helping you. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you never know. Like that's the whole thing. Like our whole, all of our series, it all boils boils down to communication. It really yeah. does. 
It really does. And every fucking time. Yeah. So I don't, man, <laughs> listen, every single time. I didn't even think about that. Funny enough, when we first saw that topic, mm-hmm. I didn't think about communication until that was brought up. Like, I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind. And I'm pretty sure that's how most people, um, most people are going to say, wow, you know what? I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, why, mm-hmm. why didn't she just ask her? Or yeah. why didn't she just talk? Because we don't think about that. We don't treat our kids like they have a mind of their own. Right. And what happens is, that 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 risk you're creating a unknown risk between you and your child yeah. that you're not going to be able to undo because not only are you just making moves without including her or him you are not even giving them the opportunity to say mom dad this hurts right so it hurts when you do this i really don't like it and, you know, you're not giving them that safe space to talk to you about it. You're just taking that shit and punishing them if they feel in a way. That's teaching them that every time they have something or feel something, they may be in trouble. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. You don't know that you're doing that. I'm sure you're a great mom. I'm not here to beat you up mm-hmm. because I'm not a parent. So I don't know the struggle and I'm not going to act like I do. Right. But at the same time, I have 24 nieces and nephews and uh, I have an opinion. And this opinion mm-hmm. is, you know, when you're dealing with children, you have to be able to say, hey, mama ain't got to keep it real with them. Because mm-hmm. as much times you telling them, don't say nothing, don't open your mouth, get stay, stay out of grown folks business. Guess what? They got ears. Yeah. They listening. They are. They and know they're watching. They know. what, And they got eyes. There you go, Lottie. And they got eyes. They know what's going Let on. Let me tell you something. I was talking to my mom the other day, and she was telling me um, about one of my family members um, and um, the the stuff that the kids are seeing nowadays. Uh, I want to say, let's say between 10 and 12 years old, they're already talking about, like, penises and vaginas. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were... Ass. Yeah, like, stuff that... 10 to 12 year olds shouldn't be talking about. Yeah. So I think at this point we need to start having these types of discussions with the kids and just, mm-hmm. because isn't it, I guess, it, wouldn't it be the equivalent of if you're a single parent and you're dating and you like someone and you're like, Hey, you know, you sit your kid down, like, Hey, I'm dating so-and-so, you know, I want to see how you feel about it. Is that not the same concept? No, because people don't sit their kids down and say, Hey, I'm dating. So they don't No, No, they don't. You get that's only on TV. Yeah, girl. In reality, you have these people that date. They be okay for a month, and next thing you know, uh, Jacob at the house, and uh, look, Kiki done walked in on him and his boxes in front of the damn refrigerator. That's how people are doing it. They don't introduce, you know, their kids like they used to do. They don't do that. They don't take their time and do all of that. Well, we can't. We can say that they don't. There are some people that still do that. There are people that do that. So we can't box everybody into the same thing. But it's, um, is it common from the people that maybe we're encounter we encounter? Maybe not. Um, but I do know that there are parents who, um, won't even bring who they're dating around their child until they reach a certain point. Good. That is so good. That is. You should. these kids get a te- Like, people be creating whole families. They like, do. how you just go from somebody you just start talking to, now all of a sudden, like, they you're, they're your kid's father figure or, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, now they're gone, but it's just like, oh, so you're going to leave me and the kids, but 
before it was like, oh, these aren't like back to, I think we had this kind of time. Oh, they're not my kids. And then, but then when you leave, it's like, oh, you leaving us. Like, yeah. at what point you got to talk to these kids? Like they, they're not. They know what's up. You, I yeah. really feel like in this day, I hate to say it, but childhood isn't childhood anymore. No, nope, they're like, grown as well. Yeah. These kids are pretty much many adults. Yeah. Like the stuff that they're exposed to, the things that they have to be taught for survival and yeah. safety they're not kids anymore. We are literally building little people, like yeah. little adults yeah. that have to, tr they have to live their lives um, kind mm. of like as a level of being an adult, you know, based on where they're at. But I mean, we have to teach kids how to, if there's an active shooter, what do you do when there's an active shooter? Yeah. We didn't have yeah. to do that when we were little. That's Fact. not something that a child should have, should to, have do. to do. So All we did was practice they, under the desk if there's a tornado. Right. All I know how to do is what to do if an earthquake hit. I never had to do oh, yeah, that's earthquake drills. Oh, yeah, because we had to get down. Yeah. Mm. Like, <laughs> these are, you just, we have to talk to them. Like, they're being exposed to, you know, so many different things. And all of the stuff that it, we just have to give, empower them to talk and speak up. So if she is acting out, maybe she's not acting out. Maybe she's frustrated mm -hmm. yeah. because of how she's being treated yeah. and she's not being thought of during this or whole heard. process. Yeah. 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 That's, that's exactly why she's acting out. She's upset. Yeah. And instead of you talking to her, it's like, oh, well, it's got to be this way. Because Give me your phone. Yeah. Like, oh, you got an attitude? Let me Don't watch TV It no doesn't more. matter that you created the attitude, right? right? You're punishing her for something that you created. The other piece the other piece that parents need to make a common practice is apologizing to their children when mm -hmm. they're wrong. Say it again. Mm. Another thing that parents need to put into practice <laughs> is apologizing to their children when they are wrong. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They make the children apologize for um, beating up their sister or their brother. Yep or pushing somebody, or bullying, and things like that, but when you are also the one that's bullying, and then you realize that you are, um, your child is a reflection of you, then yep. you need to take that time out to apologize to that child, and let them know that what you did, or what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't sound like a parent, what, what you're doing, doing is, what you did is wrong. wrong. <laughs> right? I just Shit. The finger was moving in everything. Oh, my like, finger was moving, y'all. I know it was. I know it was. <laughs> Was. My finger was moving. I'm surprised Macy ain't over there like is she talking to me? I ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Don't I just felt I saw all that animation. Yeah, so yeah. Awesome. That all that was and I had my coffee in one hand and my finger was going and everything. Okay, call. Not old lady on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, for real, that is, I, I feel sorry. That's going to be a wild household to live in. Yeah. And just think how, what if this creates some so much animosity in this little girl that now she starts to do everything that she knows will aggravate her mom. So that's how little girls end up, you know, being promiscuous and, mm -hmm. you know, experimenting with drugs because they're, they're acting out because they want to piss off the parent that mm -hmm. they feel that's not listening. That's not listening. Now it's a complete difference when your kids are just full of fucking brats and they can't get what they want, mm -hmm. and then they act out and do things. That's different. But this is legitimate. This little girl has every right to feel the way that she does. She does. And instead of somebody other than her dad talking to her, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I wish she had, like, an auntie or something on her mom's side that could talk to her mom, like, hey, girl, that was wrong. Yeah, why right. would you that to her? Like, I wonder, do she have a, you know, they used to say it take a village. We don't yeah. have that village anymore. No. There is no village no. anymore. No. You know, you used to have men that would help these little women that were single yeah. and, you know, come help yeah. take their trash out throughout the week because they, they knew they didn't have Mr. Rod came to fix the toilet. Yeah, he did my God for me. We don't have that anymore. So maybe, you know, she feels like, well, I'm doing the best that I can, yeah. you know, to support my kids. Here you go being the flyest one of the flyest one because of your dad. And there's nothing that I could do. Well, don't feel like it's nothing you can do. Just, just again, have a conversation because maybe it's some help out there for you for these other kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you maybe. know what I also thought about. So, what if she did that? Now I'm I'm leaning towards now the mama being selfish because hear me out, right? I was just sitting here thinking about this. So. The little girl's dad buys her all these clothes. She's nice. And then, so is she doing that so she doesn't look bad? Because you can't have one kid that's super fly and then the rest of your kids look bummy. So for her, it's like, well, I can't, people going to talk about me if I let her walk around looking like this and then the rest of my kids look bummy. So in order for people not to talk about me, this is what I have to do. Mm. That's sad that that's the case. Do you ever think about that, though? No. Because we're so, I mean, and let's just be realistic because we do that. How many times have you, you know, talked about somebody who has a slew of kids and you're like, you see how she keep them kids dressed, but she, but she fly, she fly, right. So maybe in her mind, she's like, is she going to be walking around here looking like that? And then the rest of the kids just not, maybe won't be as nicely dressed. Yeah. So people are going to talk about me. Why only one kid nice and dressed fly? Like, what about the other kids? And then all, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so many That's fucked up. layers to this that it just it just gets worse and worse. Like, how yeah. much did you sell the clothes for? That's my thing. Yeah, how did you flip 500 into, like, is it is it cocaine? Like, um... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how she, or unless she sold it to give back the 500 and then split the 500 over all the kids. All the kids. Maybe it's not like drugs. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't think it's anything like drugs. I, I'm pretty. I don't know how drugs got in the conversation. I, well, you I know how. Equate to a drug transaction. Um, yeah, never mind. We're not going to talk about that. Listen either. here, uh, Pablo. <laughs> Queen of the South. Listen, Griselda, <laughs> we ain't got time to let the people know about your old lifestyle. Right? <laughs> you have turned a new leaf. This is not who she is anymore, people. <laughs> Third temper. <laughs> she, she has turned a I, I don't know anything about drugs. I was just going off of what no, I learned on TV. Yeah, yeah, you know something because you said, no, actually, this is nothing like drugs. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sounds a little queen finish to, to me. Situation in her own mind, right? <laughs> like, oh, drugs because drugs. Yeah. Good. Well, first of all, you two hoes, um, trying to pretend like you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Let's talk about that. I mean, I, no, no, I, I was still trying to English. understand. Uh huh. No, right. No. Okay. All right, we gonna move on because y'all ain't about to play me. <laughs> 
Griselda. Pablo. <laughs> Listen here, Pablisha. Right. <laughs> I'm over Wait a minute, that sounds like police. But uh, <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, yeah, that's. I guess that's a really. I'm very curious. Hopefully, we get some interaction and. If you have children and this is something that you've been through, like, how did you handle it? What did you do? Um, is it, you know, complicated to try to keep the, what, the fairness amongst the children if your mm-hmm. kids have different dads? Just, just yeah, I, I would love to hear how you process and how you handle it and all that good stuff. Um, I agree. I want to know, too, because I don't want to. Here's the thing. I don't try, my opinion tries not to be judgmental. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I find myself judging because, and I'm just honest about myself. I'm right there with you. Um, I find myself judging because, you know, I had a horrible childhood. So my expectations of a parent are high. However, through therapy. I had to understand that regardless, our parents, whatever role they played, they're still individuals. And they still, the same way that we have our lives Mm -hmm. is the same way that they have theirs. So their situations could be different. Their, you know, things could be different. But I have to keep them in the mindset of this is still an individual. So as the adult in the home, I would be so elated to have a father that, can help me by taking care of his child so I can focus on the other people. Yeah. And that's um, how I would look at that. I would look at that as if, thank you, sir, for this yeah. opportunity yeah. for making sure that she's okay. I'll hold it down yeah. by giving her a place to stay. You make sure she has everything else we need. Yeah. Right. I thank you for that. Yeah. So your attention, your focus, if you are on a income-based housing, it's a certain amount of hours you can work until they, you know, increase your stuff. Mm. Do what you need to do so that you can take care of your kid. You have to have a different mindset. If you are working and it's still, because let me be clear, just because you work don't mean that you're not struggling. So if you're working and you have these other children to focus on, look at different ways to bring in income. Mm -hmm. You know, utilize those siblings, depending on their age. Hey, mama's going to go out and drive Uber for about three hours. Do you think you can watch them for the evening? Okay. I don't cook dinner. Everybody watched everybody, you know, chilling. I'm going to be back. Depending on the age again. Right. I ain't telling you to leave your three, four, five, six. You know, I ain't telling you to leave them babies at home by themselves. What I'm saying is, if you have some type of support that can hold you down for a little bit, if you don't have a car, that's fine. There's so many different jobs that are out here that you can do from home. The difference is you have to have that initiative and motivation to do it. Mm -hmm. It may suck for you to watch him take care of your daughter that way, and you may want to help him. You can. You can, like, no situation is impossible. No situation is impossible. It'll take time to get out of, Mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. But no situation is impossible. You got this, sis. And I know it's hard, but don't take it out on a kid. Don't take it out on a kid. The other piece that, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, babe. The other piece that a lot of people don't talk about 
if you feel like you do not have the capacity, whether it's monetarily, whether it's mentally, emotionally, to take care of your children, then find someone who will. There are Mm -hmm. so many people out here that cannot have children that are... Um, that would love to have some t- to take care of a child. Yes, uh, and a lot of them will still allow you to be in their life. Yes, yeah. like it's okay if you cannot do it. Mm-hmm. Don't drag your children along for the ride if you cannot do it. Find someone that can take care of them the mm-hmm. way they deserve, and don't drag yourself either. Shit happens. Yeah. Real. Okay, life is real. Our decisions that we make affect us in more ways than one. So don't drag yourself either because your mental health is important mm-hmm. to, be able to take care of your other kids. Okay, like I wish somebody would call me and say, hey, I done fucked up and got pregnant. I can't do this. Can you help me? You mm-hmm. damn right I can. You had that baby and I got you. Right. Give me that baby. Okay, because it's not easy for me to have a child, you know, and and what happens is for people who don't for some people, let me be clear, for some people, it could be a small portion of people. Fuck it. For me, seeing parents have children and unable to take care of them Mm -hmm. kills my soul because Mm -hmm. you have life. Yep. You have the gift to give life, honey. Mm -hmm. Do you not know that you're walking around with something that a lot of people don't have, which is the possibility to produce someone else? Mm -hmm. You are giving life. You're, you're, You're producing miracles, you know? Like, what you are raising these kids to be is what our future is gonna be. So if you're raising them with that jealousy, that anger, that frustration, that shit stews and festers in people. Mm-hmm. Just because they little don't mean that they're not people. Just, you know, you know what it's like being an adult. And you know what it's like being a kid. Kids are cruel. They bully the hell out of you nowadays. They are. One little boy asked me, was I pregnant? Nigga, no, I'm fat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fat. Yeah, they some honest little bastards. Oh, you sure? Because you look like you pregnant. It was my little (laughs) nephew. I wanted to knock to... (laughs) How dare you? No, I'll go get in the gym later. Well, but that's just like and my when what you call it asked she was like, Where's your hair? <laughs> Are you bald? No. My edge is coming back. You ain't yeah. gotta pay attention to that. You know? bastards don't care what they say. Do you understand me? They do whatever they want, they say whatever they want. They do. But Children they are deserve precious. to be heard. I just wanna take this little girl and get her my cell phone. Sleep, uh, sneak it up under her little pillow. Who? This little girl. I'm sad for her. Oh, the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I'm sad for her because she probably has some cute little clothes and, you know, kids are bullied. Did you see that uh, meme the other day? Um, A little boy kept taking a picture of a girl hair in school. And uh, he wanted it to go viral. He was picking on her. So some famous cosmetologist seen it. And she tracked the little girl down and made her the brand ambassador of her uh, company. Mm. Yeah. Nice. 
it takes a village, y'all. It don't mm-hmm. matter if we know these people. It don't matter any of that. You know, just know that people are not obligated. That you got to be careful how you treat people. Because mm-hmm. if you treating your baby daddy right, he might be like, yeah, let me go on and give you a few hundred just for all of them and use it how you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Use it how you want. I think somebody said there aren't any villages anymore, but there are. There, there are. are. There are. Um, but you gotta act right. Don't be don't don't tell me I'm a village, but then you out there with them new J's on your feet, and I just had to break my pocket to buy your kids some uniforms. I think also because of how sick and twisted people are nowadays, mm. you gotta be mindful of your village. Because mm. your village be the ones with the motherfucking trolls in it. So You're right. Like, You're right. You, it's right. not like how it was when we were little. And I can't even say that because when we it were was, little, it was we happening. had the trolls. Yeah, so. we, it was happening yeah, when we were Now little. that we're adults, we don't let anyone around That's our factual. children because of what we went through or what we witnessed. So now children. we don't have that right. village mentality. <laughs> because we're protecting our kids, yep. we've removed the opportunity of the village. Yeah. Mm. Y'all said something there. Mm. So how do you, what, what's the extent of protection? Well, I, I guess what, because you, unfortunately, we <laughs> can't protect our children from every single thing. Fact. And so that's why sitting them down and having these conversations and talking through the events that are going on in the world so they understand and um, talking about trafficking and what to look for. And yeah, yeah we, we don't want our children to know about those things, but... Yeah. They, they have to know. Unfortunately, the way we're living now and the way our world is now, our children have to learn these things early. And having so do a you conversation... Do had to teach her kids that? You said what? Do you think Mother Goose had to teach her kids this type of lesson back then? Probably, because, um, you know, she had a lot of kids and she had to... Yeah. Uh, they was all running around. So she's like, hey, yeah. if you're going to keep running around like this, this is what you're going to have to look out for. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Mm. Did you say something there, girl? See, this is why. Boy, these flights are good, honey, because you know, you said something there. Like, just thinking about back in the day and what that generation was like, you know, you had so many uh, aunts, uncles, even if they wasn't your aunt and uncle, they was your aunt and uncle. You know, mm-hmm. and your parents would play cards. Um, well, and I can't say that happened for everybody, but in, in in a lot of black homes, you know, your parents got together, played cards and had a little drink. I don't know if that was healthy, but the other homes, you know, they did whatever they did. I don't know what they did because I don't know what that experience was like. Does anyone? What are you talking about? Like... My experience was my mom was partying and, and people would come over, play cards, drink, and they would be smoking and, and having a good time and the kids yeah. running. Did everybody have that experience? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wow. Is there any, uh, what's the what's the alternative experience? You get a babysitter and you go outside of the house to do that. Mm, okay. See, I wouldn't know that. Okay. Or there are some parents who... um solely focus on their kids and um it was always family time mm. so and if that's mm. or they would send their kids to the grandparents for the summer or for a few weeks and then they go and go buck wild yeah have a good time so yeah they have a moment to breathe 
Right. One thing I know is a lot of parents now don't have that opportunity to breathe. Yeah. I can't say that. I can't say, you know, watching some of my friends that have kids, like, I don't see them having the opportunity to travel or, now I do see one of my homegirls, she got a kid and she does her thing, but her kid is always with her. And then you can also see that she has her own mommy time as well. Mm-hmm. So it looks like she has a good balance. I mean, of course, pictures can only capture that second. So, you know, but it looks like it's a pretty good balance. But for some, for most, it's not like that. I wonder, did he buy these clothes during the time that these parents was getting this stimulus check? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't think it matters. I really don't like where if mom had put him down the wrong way. Yeah. If it's the STEMI or not. Yeah. Not the STEMI. I'm going to try to let it go. Girl, no. We couldn't let that shit go. It's the STEMI or not. <laughs> like, seriously, it's like, damn, because y'all been getting help. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so you should get something for each one of those kids. But is it enough? Because I know That's I'm, how much you want. I mean, I know maybe it's just me, but I just feel like unless you got a good paying job, is the money that you have coming in enough, ever enough? Well, no, because even with a good paying job, I'm going to say for me personally, and I I don't have children, it's not enough. However, what I will say is you don't live above your means. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you make it work. One of my homegirls told me she went through an experience where her check got garnished and she had to live at a certain percentage that she didn't think she could live off of, Mm -hmm. but she did. You know what I'm saying? Like, you adjust to what you have. Right. And maybe that's what this mom was doing, but then her baby daddy was being all extra and is going that- overboard. <laughs> is that extra? <laughs> no. It, I don't personally think it's extra. I don't personally think it's extra, but for her, for her she's like, it- damn, I'm doing what I can do for all of my kids and trying to spread it out equally. And now I got to figure out how the hell I'm going to do for all of my kids, just like the one baby daddy's doing for my one child. Yeah. 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 You know? So, I mean, about her. again, it is so about her. So, at every point it's that about we talked about, it's about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if it was about the kid, like, I don't, uh, I feel, you know, (laughs) (laughs) because I don't have enough information, I'm unable to properly assess the situation um, because I have more questions. I want to know what her lifestyle is like. Mm I want to know, is her lace still glued down or is it like peeled back and she puts it on every day? Because that tells a different story. Well, I mean, she could be a hairstylist, so we can't even judge off of somebody's hair. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I guess You my- can tell mm. that that lace is overdue, honey. You know. You know. And if she needs... I just feel like I just want to know more because I'm going to try to see if I can find that pose. Either I want to help her. Or fight her. 
I don't even think I want to fight her. I want to oh. give her opportunities for growth exactly. because mm-hmm. I think that she probably is trying the best that she can. I don't want to yeah. be a single mom. Let me be clear. But I do want to hold you accountable as an individual and as a woman and yeah. as a person whose responsibility is to protect their child. You, you're not doing that in that moment. Even though you're thinking of the other kids, you're, put, you're sacrificing her for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah not the way it should be you know I, I get that that it's probably frustrating to see that he can do and maybe you can even tell him all right don't send all of them over here at one time you keep some of them clothes over there at your house and you know we'll bring them we'll switch them out or something because right might feel away you know it's so many different ways that you can kind of go about this but it also boils down to one thing by having a conversation with all parties at- you got to learn. But a lot of people don't. I I see a lot of co-parent people don't like to talk to their, Mm -hmm. their ex. They, yeah. And then on the flip side, I see some really great co-parenting. And it boiled down to when they both put their egos aside and what they wanted and really broke things down and talked through exactly what they both want for their child or children and how they're going to go about doing it. It's seamless. Yeah. yeah, they what that called is adulting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what that's called. Like you know, just because you have a baby, just because you're over age, don't mean you're an adult. What an adult means to me, in my opinion, is <laughs> being able to handle your business responsi- uh, responsibly. So having a roof over your head. Uh, having the essential needs. You don't have to have a car. Some people live in an area that's way too toxic for them to drive. You know, mm-hmm. you don't got to have no car. Some people are okay with getting on the bus. That's perfectly fine. But your core things, roof, you need to eat. You need some water. You need some clothes on your back and some shoes on your feet. Don't nobody care what they look like. Don't nobody care the brand. Those are your essentials. Period. No matter where you go, you need your light bill. You need your water bill. Hell, some people got gas. Okay? You need those things. Outside of those things, it's a bonus. It's a plus. It's a luxury. So, think about that when you're making your fucking decisions. Like, haven't... Girl, I wish when I was little, my daddy would drop off $500 worth of shit to help my mom out for me. Because, honey, them fucking high waters I was wearing... (laughs) okay like when i first moved to richmond i'm gonna tell y'all so in north carolina they wore reeboks right um and we had every fucking color bitch we was fly okay in our mind so i moved to richmond virginia which is up north of course a little up north for me and um they're they're a little faster (laughs) bullied honey i was bullied as like crazy like they told me I had on soldier boys <laughs> like they would sit in class and go in every day I would have a different color because I again thought I was the shit in my mind I would have different colors and shit coming in with the well fucking army fatigue like making it happen honey bully okay it took for my stepmom to say I went home I was like man they talk about me I don't want to wear these shoes no more she said alright what they wearing I said, they call them flaves. Those are Air Force Ones. She said, flaves? I ain't never heard of that. <laughs> she said, all right, let's go. We got in that car. And I thank God for her, man. She took me shopping. 
and that was the last time they joked on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't get that feeling no more. You know, like, I didn't have that. She went, she, hey, we went shopping, hit Macy's everywhere. Get you some shoes, black, you need your basics. Get your black, get your, you know, your white pair, like, that's that's what she did. She rebought me basics and we built from there. Every time she got paid, she would take me out and get me a few things just so that I wouldn't be bullied anymore. And see some and just think about all the kids, because like on the flip side, I didn't have that. Yeah. So like because my parents were the type of parents that were like, Look, you that don't matter. Yeah. Like, fuck them and keep it moving. This is what we can afford this is what you wear if you want anything outside of that you're gonna have to work yeah and get it so there are kids who don't get that opportunity where your parents can go out and be like well let me buy xyz so my kids not bully yeah some parents don't have that so like and that's why bullying is like really big for me because as a bullied kid i mm -hmm. realized just how much that affected my entire it does life. you fear rejection it's, you fit girl everything. yeah I'm like and that and it's funny because when you uh, therapy got yeah you, therapy it pulls all this stuff out and you're like wow that's that's where all this shit like so many things that we don't really think about like we always think about traumatic things mm -hmm. that cause you know us to have issues but sometimes it's just normal everyday things that little things still have that same effect yeah. so yeah I, I mean i really hope for her she somebody is smart enough to say hey listen to her and talk to her and explain to her why you sold the clothes explain to her why you took her phone yeah and then hear her side because that little girl gonna hate her mama and 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 guess what I'm, I'm hoping that based upon that conversation that this lady potentially has with her daughter her daughter can then say i get it mm -hmm. i get that mom no mm -hmm. problem i'm sorry for being you know I was mad, you know, like, I'm hoping that that opens it up. So, like, before we even think about landing this flight, I really feel like communication, y'all, is what we need to add into our home. Put, think about it as a seasoning on the meat. You need it. Communication is our seasoning of life. Like, you need it, whether it's a bad conversation, a good conversation, whether you got to hurt somebody's feelings, whether it's whatever. A conversation has to be had, no matter what it is. Like, mm -hmm. and if the baby is four years old and the daddy done spent $500 on them, you know. Now, that was a bit obsessive because they're going to grow out of these things. Right. Like, you know, see, that changes things. That the changes age. the whole thing. Right is the age yeah. so but apparently she has a cell phone she's, so she's old enough to have feeling well not saying the kids don't have feelings but right. she's old enough to formulate her feelings mm -hmm. vocally if she has a cell phone mm -hmm. mm. yeah Lottie yeah my final words oh I shouldn't say it like that but <laughs> Before we, land this plane, I know, right? Before we land this plane, uh, your children are not possessions. You don't own them. You don't own me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't own them, and we are solely here to guide them. Mm. To teach them. Mm -hmm. To Happy build them friends. up. To build them up. Yes. To be 
great citizens and to help our fucking community mm-hmm. um, be thrive better than what it has in the past. Mm-hmm. Be encouraged. <laughs> Wait, <no>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Take. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys pretty much summed it up. Um, now, I'm sorry. All I have in my head is um, oh, the song in, the, in my head. Um, and don't tell me what to say. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Yeah. But yeah, no, for real. Um, just to kind of piggyback on what you said about being possessions, also realize that um, I think we get it twisted. You had these children you have to figure it out um kids don't owe you anything Um, um, and this extends into adulthood yes um we don't owe our parents anything you do it to have me correct we do it as good human beings right so when things aren't done the way you want them to remember that your child is still a human being with their own decisions and yeah that that's that oh also and then if there's a scenario like this and let's say you're bouncing something off of your childless friends maybe listen to what they have to say because i'm really tired of people feeling like because you don't have children that you can't offer a valid opinion like you said earlier Mm -hmm. just because i don't have kids I've been around them so long mm-hmm. and I've watched and I've learned and I've seen things. So you would be surprised. And in actuality, all of those children's books that you read and studies that you're looking at and all of that good stuff, they're made by people who don't have kids. Facts. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Bing, ding, ding. So you'll listen to them, but won't listen. So my thing is just be open. And if you have someone that you know is truly a good person, um, make them a part of your village, even if they don't have children, mm-hmm. because their insight is going to be valuable to the relationship that you're building with your child. Yeah, their perception is different. It is. We have to realize as humans, we don't know every fucking thing. We, we don't. don't. Right. Like, I'm so tired of people that know everything. We don't know everything. So shut up sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Shut up sometimes and listen to that perception. Yeah. I enjoy people who can check me. Because I am a very boisterous person. So I enjoy learning new things. And I enjoy people challenging what I feel because it helps me to learn. You got to open up, guys. We don't know everything. We know what we've been taught. We know what we've been seeing. We know what we've adapted to. We need to open up a little bit. And let's talk to each other. Because we don't know. And you'll you'll learn so much. And you'd be surprised what what someone knows based on what they've experienced. Because Mm -hmm. again... Just because I don't have children doesn't mean I haven't experienced something that probably will help you and your child. You, I might have a friend who has an autistic child and I'm recognizing things that are being shown Mm -hmm. in your children. And I'm like, Hey, maybe you should get your child checked out because the same behaviors, my friend's son experienced and he was diagnosed with X, Y, Z. So have to be open and accepting to the fact that, people do have our kids best interests at heart Facts. and in, and it, in turn it's going to help you as their parent mm-hmm. so wow. right, i would well. do the tambourine but I, I think i have to find a new sound because y'all be judging me yeah because i'm sick mm-hmm. all right guys well it's been real hater. it's been oh, real. For somebody was talking about a hater in the room oh mm-hmm. my God.
God, I feel the hateration, toleration in this dancery. Oh, no. All right, y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been real. Y'all have a wonderful day. I'm going to go on and land this floor. Goodbye. Deuces. <laughs>